guess what, everybody? We are back for another exciting episode of Mega Sheen. I am Victor. And I'm Nick. And we are here again talking about everything that's been going on. It's been a lot happening. Um, as y'all know, we're about to go into Super Tuesday next week. And oh, Yes, it is everything, everything that's been going down, you know, with this, you know, with this all white candidate pool and Bernie Sanders getting his ass kicked last night in in the South and, woo, it's just getting to a point. But you know what? That's, that has nothing to do with us at this point. We are going to talk about all the fun, geeky, gay stuff that you come here to listen to. So, Nick, how have you been doing? As y'all know, I've been on this road. Um, <laughs> let's see. Since we recorded, when was the last time we recorded? Was it in Baltimore, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so since Baltimore, I've been in D.C., I've been in London, Ontario, and right now I am in Grand Rapids, Michigan. What is that? Like? Um, is she cute or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say right now. <laughs> um, but that's about it. That's about that's all that's been going on mm-hmm. with me. What about you, Victor? Well, um, as folks know, it's con season coming, so we just got approved for uh, a panel. So it's going to be a queer panel of, of queer um, creators of color panel at WonderCon. Um, and so it's going to be on a Sunday, and I'm really excited um, to be a part of that. And um, that is coming up, and, you know, just trying to enjoy the weird weather of LA right now because we've been kind of cold and then kind of hot and then kind of cold. Um, and cold for us is 62 degrees, which is still funny to me because I'm like, I used 62 degrees in Kentucky was nothing. A heat wave. Yeah, but here people, I'm, I'm wearing a sweater today. Like that's what it is. So, you know, it is what it is. And um, just, Got back not too long ago from, I had a nice getaway to Vegas for my birthday weekend-ish. Because uh, it was um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> so, spent more days in Vegas than I ever thought I would. But, you know, had a pretty good time and had fun. Ate uh, $88 steak. <laughs> Which is crazy. You know, I'll be honest, I have never spent that much on a steak, but um, I didn't have to. So that was, it was a gift to me. So it was pretty much a very interesting time and all that stuff, but I'm glad to be back and ready to go. Well, that's good. Well, hope you had a a fabulous birthday. Yes. Really good. good. Well, let's go ahead and get into this uh, Aunt May's tea, because we know we got a lot to go talk about. Yes. So, what's the first thing we got? Candyman. So, um, Candyman is coming. Y'all already knew this. Um, Jordan Peele and Monkey Paw was going to give us a, a interesting new rendition of Candyman, and they gave us a little bit of, you know, a social media feel of, you know, telling us if we say it 
five times would get connected. So um, there was some little bit of clips of some stuff where we saw a little bit, but the, the trailer comes out this week. Um, I think tomorrow. So it's going to be exciting to see what this is going to be about. But yeah, it was a big buzz. There's still more of a buzz today. If you tag them, um, you also get an insider's view of what's coming up in the next few days. So this could be a game changer because, you know, horror right now has been raggedy. You know, there was just a movie called uh, Fantasy Island that was trash <laughs> that came out. Oh, really? I thought it was going to be good. Mm, no. No. <laughs> So, you know, you know, certain places are just cranking out horror movies and not really giving us quality. But what we do know is when Jordan Peele and Monkey Paw does it, they give us something to remember. You know, we, I mean, think about the performance we got from us, from Lapita playing two fantastic roles. So I'm just excited because, again, we got horror coming out and we got it with Black folks. I don't know. What did you think of the little bit of pieces that you saw from Candyman coming? Um... Now, y'all know how I feel about remakes. Mm -hmm. I am not really one for them. Mm -hmm. However, I'm interested to see uh, Jordan Peele's take on it. Mm -hmm. Will I see it in the theaters? Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm going to see it. I mean, I don't know. I, I, what's what the trailer looks like? The trailer go, is going to be what's going to really, you know, make the game. So... I'm excited for you know it's going to be something Candyman um, is one of the few horror that really featured a, a, a black person as kind of the villain or what have you now I hope they kind of do a little bit different things because you know in the original Candyman you know it was all about this white woman I kind of hope we go a different route um, but you know I, I'm interested to see what happens we know that I think Tony Todd is in this one so we don't know how yeah. this is so much we don't know, and I'm really anxious about it, but it came out yesterday, and you know, as you know, as we will see this week, what the trailer looks like, I'm anticipating everything that we at we asked for. I'm really hoping for that, so yep, um we are now um you know we did do the retweet so hopefully that means we might get to see a good screening for this movie so we'll see what happens but i'm excited let's see what else we got uh let's go to um and more some movie news uh cheetah's reveal yes i know you are big into cheetah and wonder woman and all of that jazz so what did you think of this I guess, reveal of uh, Kristen Wiig's um, cheetah costume. I, I like it. You know, I like it. I, again, people may not know that Kristen Wiig went to, um, like, went to, like, school for acting and dancing. And I can't remember if it was Juilliard or what have you, but she did go to school for all this stuff. So I am confident that she will give us a good role in that. I like they've been keeping a lot of that somewhat secret. But, you know, I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty good. It matches what we saw from Alex Ross, how he, no, I, a little bit of Alex Ross, a little bit of uh, um, George Perez, mostly George Perez. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm optimistic. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Why? I, I was, 
it felt like it was just somebody took some old cheetah print costume, made her into a body a bodysuit, a little jacket on her, and said go. Mm. I didn't like it. Now maybe this is like just her uh like um you remember on Batman Returns when Selena was transforming into the catwoman? Mm. Maybe it's just her first take. I don't know. I don't know where they're trying to go with uh, this version of Cheetah's storyline. But I didn't like it. Now, hopefully they'll have something better for me waiting towards the end of the movie. But so far, what I saw, I don't like. Hmm. Well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, we'll probably get another trailer where we actually will see her in action. So... You know, it was not that much, um, but we'll see. I know they are releasing some of the toys, and so they're keeping the cheetah toy in the dark. So hopefully we'll see more pictures in the upcoming months, um, what the cheetah character will look like. But I'm, I've been told that we will probably will see more in middle March. Uh-huh. We'll see. We will see, but I don't know. Maybe you'll like it once you see all of it, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> oh goodness! Let's just let's keep it going. Speaking of looks and everything, show. So there was talks the other day about the She-Hulk casting, and they. It was interesting because of what they were claiming to look for. Now, again, a lot of this is not completely. Um, you know, we don't really have proof that this is what they're doing, but the rumor is. But they're looking for um, a She-Hulk kind of, you say average, um, but kind of an Alison Brie-looking person. She was rumored for it. Um, and, you know, some people want other people to be in the role. But if you are familiar with Alison Brie, she does not look <laughs> like, um, doesn't really look like the type. No, she doesn't. So uh, I was like, "Why goes to Allison Brie when Gina uh, Gina Torres is right there?" Okay, well, see, look at that. Because you, like, then, go ahead. I, I I just don't understand. Like, she is so perfect for that role, mm-hmm. and it just seems they are just fucking up the church's money, and I don't understand. Yeah. So somebody, you know, people who are, if you're trying to figure out who is this person, where have you seen her? She's been in several different things. She was on Community. She was one of the main main characters in Community. If you watch Glow, she's been in Glow. She's now in the recent um, film on um, Netflix called Horse Girl. Uh, So if you want to, you know, check it out, that's how you can see it. And they could know. Somebody did bring up a good point that, you know, this is just her playing, um, not playing the She-Hulk, the same way as how, um, what's his name, is not, he plays the voice of Hulk, but Hulk is kind of a, you know, CGI creature. Uh The same thing. But I was like, yeah, but I still don't see her as, as just, you know, Jennifer, though. I don't see her as Jennifer. I don't. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they would, how she could portray that kind of role, because to me, she doesn't have that kind of gravitas that She Hulk has. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, girl, if you, I don't think you about it. But what do I know? <laughs> So yeah, well, I think there'll be more stuff coming out, more about this in the future. Now, I've known in the past, in the past, you know, there's been so many different actresses in the world. And if you want to Google, you can see pictures of when they tried to get Brigitte Nielsen um, as She-Hulk. Because she's already in the, like, she was already in the costume, green, everything. You can see those pictures and what have you. So if you want to see that, we might post it. Um, you can see her in that role. But can, Lord, it, it's a mess. But we can show you those pictures. But they have been trying to get this together for a while, so anything is possible. Um, but we'll see if Bree is—I mean, Allison—is considered the main person they're going to use for this role. I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I really do hope not. And then continuing on, so. Um, as Nick has said to y'all, he's not a fan of remakes, but they are looking into doing Little Shop of Horrors. Now, I was, you know, to me, that's almost expected because that's kind of musicals. Um, but they're looking at um, Chris Evans to possibly play the dentist. And so that kind of got, you know, I woke up and I saw that Chris Evans were, was trending and I was like, okay, well, I don't know what that could be. But it was all about that. Now, you've seen... Um, Little Shop of Horrors, and a lot of us grew up with it. You know, that's where we know that's where we know Tisha Campbell and Tashana Arnold from because it was playing one of the three singers um, in that movie. Uh, I don't know. What do you think of Chris Evans being the dentist? The role that to be completely honest, yeah, I really do not care because I don't like Little Shop of Horrors. You didn't like. I, I never, I didn't like the 80s. I didn't like, I don't like any kind of version of it. It is just not, not my cup of tea. Um, I saw it back in sixth or seventh grade and I was like, what the, in the fuck is going on over here? <laughs> I don't get it. It's, it's just not for me. Little Shop of Horrors is just not for me. And maybe that does not make me, make, make me a bad gay. What have you, <laughs> I don't care. I don't like it. They could have Jesus Christ play this damn dentist for all I care. I'm still not gonna see it. Yeah, you know, and that's I'm, the black ass of mine. I am. I am curious because I know Chris has always talked about getting into musicals. He's already done. He's already has done Broadway. He did a indie movie where he is a little. He shows a little bit of his tap dancing skills. Um, you know, I'm interested to see what he's going to be now. Everybody else has already put it because the. Apparently in the in the show as well as movie version, this was the dentist was kind of kinky and abusive. So people already, you know, made their jokes and things about what he's gonna do and what he's gonna look like. But if you if you wanna know what he looks like, douchey side, you know, remember um what was that? Um something oh, I forgot the name of the movie, Saves the World. Um it was a movie where he played like a douchey actor who was a part of the um the the nine ninjas or whatever you had to had to kill. So if you want to kind of look at that, that's an idea of seeing that movie. Um, but you know, 
we'll see where that goes. As long as they don't have Jennifer Hudson playing the plant, I'm good. Right. Well, I know um, Billy Porter has already signed on uh, to play in the movie. Mm-hmm. And Scarlett Johansson and Taron Egerton are mm-hmm. also in talks for some leading roles. I mean, good. You know, everybody got to pay rent or mortgage or whatever. I just don't. I'm not interested enough to care about a remake. But I want them to also quit trying to put Scarlett Johansson in everything. Because I feel like that we didn't ask for her to be in everything. And I don't think everybody is is wanting her in everything. But she's popping again because of Marriage Story. And then soon, Black Widow. I'm excited for everybody in Black Widow except the main actor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened. How the fuck that happened? That's true, but you know, oh, what we didn't really get into because you know time is kind of jumping to something else is the fact that now we have another Batman. So within the time we've been gone, um, what's his name from Twilight? Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, yes. Showed him in costume. The mask looks too big for his face, but they have showed him in costume. We've also seen the uh, a Bat motorcycle. Um, I don't know. When you saw that, now what did you think? Are you ready to see him as Batman, or are you kind of done with Batman? I'm done with Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see him. Um, I don't know what kind of uh, age range he's going to play mm-hmm. with Batman. If he's going to play like a younger one, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see who else they have because they, they're going to have like some big names. Didn't Jeffrey Wright sign on to play like Commissioner Gordon? Yep. And they have another uh, actress to play uh, somebody. Uh, who they have playing Catwoman? Oh, Zoe Kravitz. So th- there's already a picture. Yeah. So I'm interested to see the supporting cast rather than him, mm-hmm. which, you know, is duh. But um, I will give him a small benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. but don't push it too far, Robert. <laughs> I got I got shit to do. Now, do, you, do you find him attractive? Because I go back and forth. Depending on that, his angle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, some days I'm like, "Mm, I see it. Some days I'm like, I really don't. But apparently, you know, he's bringing his, you know, he's going to bring his his fandom from Twilight over to this. So he already has a, you know, a pretty good following after the Lighthouse, that movie. So, you know, we'll see how this turns out. But at the end of the day, it's another Batman movie. Um, who knows? I want them to take it to a different level, though. I want them to be like, I don't want this to be, I don't want to see any more pearls drop on the ground. That's all I'm asking. If I see a motherfucking pearl drop, I'm... Ugh, listen. <laughs> don't get me mad. <laughs> yes, because that, that has been, even in the Joker movie, I remember I was sitting there, I was like, okay, I, you know what? We could just get up and go right now. I have sat here way too long. And then this they had the nerve to put this scene in here. But then, you know, that director had also the other nerve 
to claim that this ain't even a comic book movie. I was like, bitch, but you sit up here and put the pearls in here. So yes, it is comic book. <laughs> if the pearls are How is it not a comic book movie when you take comic book characters? <laughs> that everybody knows. <laughs> like, okay. Yes. A mess. Well, is it? Oh, and one last thing we want to let everybody know is this has been declared as the thirty the thirty fifth anniversary of Jam and the Holograms. So, if y'all don't know, Nick and I are huge fans of Jam and the Holograms. And I mean, if you've been following us, you should already know because we had uh, the creator of Jam on our episode, one of our episode, Christy Marks. Mm-hmm. So. You need to get with it. Yes. And Nick reminded me that October is the official month of this anniversary. So yes, October 31st, 1985. Yes. Yeah, 1985 when it first premiered. It's coming. And also we do know that um, Integrity Toys, who launched the the dolls, um, kind of the remake of the dolls a few years ago, is doing a 30th anniversary. Um, version of a few more dolls um so that's going to be a big thing now these dolls have sold out in the past to a point that um when the first doll the hollywood jam doll came out it is now up to a thousand dollars if you're trying to sell it uh, it was only a hundred a hundred dollars 120 dollars but now it's up to a thousand oh lord so yes, I have some of them, a few of them left. Um, I also have the original Glitter and Gold doll. Uh, so I have both, uh, the updated and the original. And these dolls, don't sell them because if you sell them, you'll regret it because you can't find them anymore. <laughs> now, unless they decided have, they have some in the bag that they'll put them out. But if you do get them, um, the highest I did sell one. I made like almost six hundred something dollars from it. So I'm like, wow, because I had two. So all right. So yeah, this is gonna be a big thing. But you know, 35 years ago, Jam came on the scene. So I'm hoping to see more things um, from Hasbro. You know, it'd be nice if we could see something on Netflix. You know, like do an updated version like maybe Shira. Um. Uh. Just re-release the the eighties cartoon. I'm not ready for. I don't know if my heart can take a, a updated version of Jim animated series right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just give me the cartoon again. Yeah, and you know what? HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, Hulu. Do not, do not try to play the Jim movie throughout the month of October. Don't do it. We will. Don't do it. Please don't. We will come at you at social media because that's not how you celebrate a queen. You don't do it by putting... <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. Oh, okay. Because I just, I just need to remind myself how bad it was. I almost want to live tweet it because I don't think anybody live tweeted, but... Who's got that kind of time now? You know what? You just have to take a, it has to be a moment where you just vulnerable. I don't know. <laughs> you just like, I got some pizza and I'm right here at this moment, some wine and let's just do this mess. 
you are good. You better. You better than me. <laughs> it's like because you still haven't seen it yet. I refuse to see it. I, yeah. There's no reason for me to see that movie. <laughs> like the fuck. Yeah, it. it well, was, why would I see a movie that I know I'm not gonna enjoy? Yeah. In this heart, I thought I really thought I'll never forget that moment just watching it and watching it with real fans. That was a moment because they were mad. <laughs> like you couldn't. You 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 saw the daggers. You saw them. right. They were mad. All right. Well, that I think that's I, we have all on the table. Anything else we should get into before we get into the king size issue? Um, I don't think so. All right. Well. Yeah, let's just hop on on. Uh, clean up this tea, and we're gonna do a review of Harley Quinn's Birds of Prey. Um, if you didn't see it, go run out and see it and then come back and watch, uh, listen to our uh, our review of it. And this will be spoiler-ridden. So uh, proceed with caution. Uh, first impression of the movie. What did, you, what did you think of it? I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I wasn't bored. It kept me really entertained. So I got all of that um, throughout this movie. And I wasn't annoyed by any of the characters. Yeah, I could say the same. Um, I wasn't, wasn't um, like, uh, I want to say irritated, but bogged down. There wasn't any kind of lag to me in any of the acts of the movies. I found it enjoyable. I thought Margot uh, Robbie had played Harley Quinn until she doesn't want to play it anymore because she's her and her and she that she's that role to me. Um, I thought our journey Smollett as uh, oh my god, Black Canary. Her body is sick. Oh, her body is sick. I thought it was very enjoyable. Uh, now, granted, I know primarily men weren't the um, the demographics they were looking for, but you know, I I had fun. Yeah, I thought it was very, uh, very, uh, very well paced. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes comic book movies can lag, like in the third act mm-hmm. or so. But I thought. It, I had fun. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really like the fact that they, if you look back at when we first saw Harley and Suicide Squad and how they were dressing her in this movie, it was just, you know, it made more sense. I liked they took a lot of the, the things from the male gaze out and really kind of gave, you know, more agency to the characters, to Harley as well. Um, I mean, literally, this was basically Harley's lemonade. This was basically, you know, <laughs> her way of kind of handling business and everything else. Now, who were some of your favorite characters in this movie? Um, I liked uh, Black Canary, even though she only used her powers like one and a half times. Yeah. Um, I liked the, uh, I like Montoya. 
I was very I was very happy to see uh, Rosie Perez still acting. I say yes, girl, get your money. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else? I wasn't that much of a fan of that. Um, mm-hmm. it it felt like it lacked that creepiness. Now I'm basing um a portrayal of Victor Sass from uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, uh, the video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was much more creepy. And there was this real, with this odd dynamic between him and uh, Black Mask that almost read as homoerotic. Mm-hmm. Was I the only one that picking it up or is this, I'm just that gay? No, I, no, it was some parts, and I was like, "What's really going on here?" Um, so yeah, I remember seeing that and like, "Okay, that's really interesting. Um, what's really going on here?" Um, but yeah, I I didn't really find him creepy. Um, I kind of wanted a little bit more from him. I also wanted yeah. a little more from Black Mask, but I understand that that I mean. It, you you really couldn't get that deep into it. It might be further, you know, movies or whatever. But you know, I I need a little bit more from them. I I will say, I liked the Huntress. It was something about her that I liked. Um, I, she gave me so like very masculine, very, you know, it's something about her that was attractive in a way of watching her character. Um. But I, and and it was also you know you think about it her the way she became who she is is almost similar to how Batman became who he is right um, and so it was very interesting to see that um, Cassandra Kane was really fun um, and uh, you know the scene you know, how her and Harley really got to know each other and everything and I enjoyed Black Canary but I I guess a part of me wanted to know more about her mother because they kept talking about that and I wish I knew. Uh-huh. Because, you know, they were saying that she was killed on the street. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Because, you know, Black Canary, both, I think both of them still, like, I think the mother and the daughter are still around. So that's why I'm like, this is interesting. They took a different take to it. But I don't know. It was very, I wanted to, I wanted to get a little bit more from it. And the, the action scenes were really good. Were really, really good. That's what I was thinking. Um, the choreography. Uh, the fight scenes, yeah, they were very, they, I feel like they did their homework when it comes to that. Um, and each person's fighting style uh, meshed well with their um, their person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it was really, I love that scene where they were like, she was on the skates. They were in the car, and I was like, "That is, that's crazy." Like I, I haven't seen that in a while. I've seen anything like this in a while, so it was nice to see that. And it's interesting to see how they changed the title, you know, because at one point it was that Mariah Carey title, and then it was they changed it to Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. But you know, to remind people, it, Birds of Prey didn't have anything to do with Harley. So I kind of wish they would have made this more of Harley and just had women involved and then move and then the next movie would be birds of prey um just because yeah these two people off i think it was supposed to be sirens at first gotham sirens so it would be nice to kind of see that but you know the movie is doing well to where we make it to have more of the characters coming in and 
you know, we might get a we might get a poison ivy. And I know we now have a cat woman, so it'd be nice to see more new people involved. But you know, I really liked the movie. It was really fun. You, so you do have to. I mean, it's Harley, and a part of me wants to know how does she get these fighting skills so well? And I guess because you know, if you think about Kill Bill, we know why Beatrix can fight because she was trained. Right. But we really don't get. We don't really know why and how Harley can do all these things because she's not like fighting like regular street fighting. She's doing flips and everything and skates. So I'm like, okay, so what else about you that makes you this good? <laughs> right. Exactly. And the, the, the fight choreographer was John uh, Valera and the stunt coordinator was jo- Jonathan Eusebio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, they really, I think they gave um each character their um perspective fighting techniques uh, I, I enjoyed the um the part in the fun house mm-hmm. that whole shot where everybody was fighting try to protect uh cassandra I, I i enjoyed that very much yeah that was a good one and i it was funny it was like how she had check you know time to make a Shoe change or whatever it was, you had those skates. I'm so glad that they uh somebody said something because I was dead set about this. I was like, How did bitch change uh fucking shoes? And I was like, I'm so glad like they are actually poking fun at themselves. Yeah. And that's when I think, like, if a movie doesn't take themselves too seriously, then I know that the actors and the directors are having fun, which entails the audience can have fun, yeah. And that's how some of these movies should be. I'm kind of glad that DC is taking this new direction of like, okay, we were trying to be all dark and sinister. You know, after seeing Shazam, um, even a little bit with Aquaman, we're now getting a little bit more fun with these movies. And I think Wonder Woman uh, 1984 is going to be somewhat like this. I I like that the way that they kind of handled Harley, they made her more of a human and not just more of a, you know, a sidekick. It was more about like, you know, I have feelings. I have, you know, I can get hurt. My feelings could be hurt too. Um, I like that we got to see that, and there was creepy factors to it all. Like again, with the hyena, and the hyena basically ate one of the men that was, you know, trying to rub up on her and everything else. And it's just kind of great to kind of, you know, get some of those creepy elements that we got from even from the cartoon um, that we get to see with Harley and what have you. I like that we really didn't talk about Batman. I don't think I, I even heard his name. I don't think so either. And I was like, good. Yeah. I was like, good. We need to separate from that. Exactly. And well, the same can go for Harley and uh, Joker. Mm-hmm. I felt like from a male perspective, a male audience member watching this movie that this was an ode to women not being shackled or attached to a man or having the man validate their existence. You know what I mean? So you always had it with, uh, you saw it with Harley and Joker. You saw it with um, Black Canary and uh, Black Mav. You saw it with Hell, even Montoya and her getting passed up as captain 
uh, with what was that her then partner or something. Yeah. So I enjoyed it from that perspective that these characters, whether they're villains or uh, anti-villains or whatever the case may be, that they are not defined but what their male counterpart counterparts or their other male what have you has to say. I enjoyed that. And a lot of people I've read some of the reviews by some of these douchebags out here that it was like some kind of feminist uh F U to the uh patriarchy of cinema. I'm like, I don't think it's that serious. Yeah. But it is serious enough to say an all-female lead can still carry a comic book movie and a, a cis white male dominated industry. Yeah, a lot of the you know a lot of the the men were really like oh they didn't make its money which it did make its money but it was some of them the audacity they had you know what I mean like the audacity they were having about like how can she looks like this she 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 used to look like this and now she looks like that I'm like well first of all. Harley was fully clothed when she was created. So if you want to just talk about what she's supposed to look like. And it's sad that men, in order to relate to her, she needed to look like a vixen. You know what I mean? I'm like, "Mm, that's that's how you see her. Not really understanding that she was more than that. Not understanding that she was created for a kid's show in the beginning. (laughs) You know, it's like, wow, you have to sexualize everything. Yeah, so, like, if you don't know that Harley Quinn was created specifically for the Batman animated series back in the 90s, and because she had such a positive review, then she was introduced into comic books and video games and what have you. But this whole, oh, if she's not fuckable, then she's not useful, um... It's so fucking tiring. It it kills me. There was, I don't know who it was. He's a non-factor now, but one uh, a reviewer of the movie was saying, oh, because she's not uh, wearing her Daisy Dukes and whatnot, then she's not appealing. So basically, you were mad at two, because you can't fucking jack off to her, mm-hmm. then she's not viable, or she doesn't have some kind of voice of her own. And I was like, you know, you motherfuckers are so motherfucking tired <laughs> with this whole same tired ass shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad, like you said, that she was covered up. She was in her um, little uh, overalls or what have you, which were kind of cute, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, it's so weird that men, especially straight men, take this whole approach when it comes to comic book females like why we can't even go back to the basic of basics like a, a woman cannot be fighting in no motherfucking six inch heels doing all of this acrobat and kicking and flying and what have you and not fucking around and break an ankle <laughs> I mean that's just physics yeah. come on now so it feels like there's, I'm trying to hold on to some kind of childhood 
past that they haven't resolved or some kind of nasty fetish or kink that they need to explore on their own and not have it displayed out into the, a public forum. It's just very odd yeah. how men get so uptight about characters that A, are not even real, and B, you can't fuck. Yeah, it, it's, it's so weird. It is. The way they kind of acted about just all of it was a lot. But I'm glad that, you know, people saw this movie. It was out there and people enjoyed it. I'm glad people really enjoyed it. There was really no major complaints about it. Uh, and, I, and I think that, you know, this is a type of trend that I would like to see more of when it comes to, you know, these type of heroes and people, you know, you know, having these roles and having agency, like they shouldn't always have to be at the side of someone else. They can be more than that. And that's why I'm really excited to see if we get another movie, if we get more Harley and then what happens, you know, as we move forward. So I'm really excited for that. I think we will get another one. Um, it just depends on where they want to go. Uh, and in regards to, oh, Birds of Prey didn't make uh, enough money. Well, their budget was low to begin with. What was it like a, I think it was maybe $9 million of a budget? Mm-hmm. It wasn't that big of a budget to begin with. So you saying they didn't make their money, I don't get where they are coming from. But I do believe that they'll get a, another sequel and uh, the director, Capion, will be uh, doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything else you would like to say about the movie? I will say that soundtrack was off. Um, I liked it. I liked the soundtrack. Um, that song, uh, Boss Bitch, mm-hmm. that they were playing at the club by Doja Cat, yeah. I have been rocking that forever. Yeah. And it was, it's a good it was very good. Yeah, it really is. And I didn't believe uh, Ewan McGregor's Black Mask until that scene where uh, he was telling that uh, woman, Erica, to take off the dress. Mm-hmm. That, I was like, oh, okay. So I see where he's going with this portrayal of Black Mask. Because mm-hmm. at first, I was like, okay, he's playing it like a faux Christopher Walken type. It just read funny to me until mm-hmm. that scene. And I was like, okay, now I now I somewhat believe it. Yeah, like it, it grew on me a little bit. Um, but yeah, I was like, this is a, this man is is out there. <laughs> so I was like, this man is out there with this thing and this yeah. club and everything else. Yeah, it just reminded me like before that thing, like a like I said, a Christopher Walken, a Robin Williams, Jim Carrey take on this villain. And I was like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, okay, I can see it. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can see it. Plus, Ian has always been, is like when he, he has that weird, cute smile that is creepy but cute at the same time. 
Yeah. And like I said, I didn't I didn't particularly like uh what was that uh, little boy's name, Christopher uh Messina. Yeah. I didn't like his portrayal of uh Victor Sass. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's eh, it's nothing to write home about, but I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our review of this movie. Um, you know, I, I think y'all should go out and see it. Um, I know some people have already seen it more than once. And I think it's one of those movies you can see more than once and feel good about it. So I would say go out and see it. It's a great movie. We have, I think Black Widow will be next and I own the roster. So go see that Are movie. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Black, Black Widow is next. Wonder Woman doesn't come out till later. Yeah, I think that's it. When it comes to Super. Uh. We have to see Black Widow. We have to see Black Widow. We got to see it. <laughs> it, it okay. I think it's going to be good. So we're going to see that and talk about it. Um, so, yeah. And for those of y'all who are reading comics, today is the day for you to go out and get X-Men number seven and the king size issue that features a major story between Jean and Emma and Storm. So y'all need to get that because apparently these are major stories today. Well, this week. Get it up. Get it up. Get it, y'all. Run out. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else yeah. we need to talk about before we get up out of here? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Well, we are all set. Um, yeah. So we're all set. Nick, to let everybody know where they can find us if they still don't know. Oh, well, shit. You can find us at uh, Make a Sing Pod on Twitter because uh, Twitter's a whole-ass bitch. Um, I had got my previous <laughs> Porter Pizzazz permanently suspended. Now I'm at Porter the Pizzazz. Richard's at Wonder Man 5. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, we're having a little bit of issues with our website, but um, we'll get that taken care of soon. Um, we can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Pod. I don't think that's left, more left to say other than give us a rating, five stars, because four... Less than five do not count. (laughs) All right. Well, y'all have a good night, and we will talk to y'all soon. Bye.